Journaling gives you a safe space to reflect on your emotions and what you can learn from it. When journaling, you're facing yourself every day in an honest and real way. I'm going to say this again. When journaling, you're facing yourself every day in an honest and real way. The result is greater self-awareness and transformation. My name is Francesca Phillips, and you're listening to The Good Space Podcast, a show where we help you find peace and power in work, relationships, and intuition. Today, I want to talk about a habit that you may have heard about a lot. It might be something you already do or one that you've been curious about but aren't sure how to start. And we're going to talk about journaling. I know that maybe it's been overused or over-talked about, but... It has just like changed so much about my life and many people that I know as well. And my main goal for this episode is to talk about not only the benefits of journaling. So if you need maybe a refresh or a boost or a reminder of why you already do it or you want to get back into it, that would be great. And then also different ways that you can journal. You know, when I was a little girl, you know, in my room listening to the Spice Girls and doing whatever a 90s kid did my options were pretty limited. It was right by hand in my composition notebook or use one of the first archaic blog. I forgot the name of it, but you could just write your own blog entries. And that was pretty much it. But now we are in such an age of content and like having iPhones and cameras and audio equipment. Like you really can journal in so many different ways that fit with your creative expression. So that's really exciting. And I want to share different ways that you can journal. So journaling has evolved for me over the years from documenting things in my neighborhood growing up and pretending to be Harriet the Spy to writing a play-by-play of school days to an outlet to help process and regulate my emotions. Growing up, when I wrote Stream of Consciousness, I would piece together new learnings or unpack why I reacted the way I did. Then I would offer myself words of optimism or encouragement. And at the time, I didn't realize that's what I was doing. But looking back, it really became a cathartic process for me. Journaling helped create a safe space to grow and evolve. And writing makes me feel alive personally. And I'm grateful for that and passionate about sharing the power of journaling with others to help them feel the same. So let's get into the benefits of journaling. There are five that I came up with. And of course, there's probably more than that. But these are the five main ones that I found to be most fulfilling and supportive and useful. So the first benefit is that it increases your creative output. Journaling gives you the permission and space to follow threads of thought, to expand on and noodle over things. One entry can inspire a new article or product idea, or even a way to approach someone or solve a problem in a relationship. Most of us spend our days moving from one thing to the next as fast as possible. We're scrolling on our phones, we're commuting to work, or we're on one Zoom call after another, just never really processing or fully living in the moment. Journaling can be a mental vacation that gets you in the habit of thinking creatively, and it grows your level of awareness. It's really precious time. And the cool thing is you don't really have to do it that long either, just however long you feel. And again, we'll get into like the different methods and ways that you can do it. 
but there you go. It increases your creative output. So the second one is it grows your level of awareness. Journaling gives you a safe space to reflect on your emotions and what you can learn from it. When journaling, you're facing yourself every day in an honest and real way. I'm going to say this again. When journaling, you're facing yourself every day in an honest and real way. The result is greater self-awareness and transformation. When you're growing, you're more likely to feel joy and other positive emotions. Most people don't take the time to be self-aware. As a result, they can feel stuck in a passive consumption mode. This can cause a disconnection from self, which creates anxiety, depression, and more. So the third benefit is it lets you feel your feelings. So obviously these benefits kind of tie in together, but it lets you feel your feelings. People often don't allow themselves to feel their full range of emotions. We're very much conditioned into hiding it. Like if you feel angry or you feel sad, move on from it as fast as possible or distract yourself, numb yourself. There's not really a value or reward for just feeling it and just being okay with what you're feeling. You know, a lot of times people, they want to suppress or bypass. So the emotion gets stuck in the body and this can manifest as physical pain or emotional outburst or the inability to handle situations. I know that was very much me as a kid. I just would get overwhelmed when all these emotions started flooding into my body and my mind and and as an empath that I didn't realize that's what was happening as well, but I would just start crying. I didn't know how to name an emotion, which is super important. And then I didn't know how to integrate it into my experience and understand what was happening. And so I would just cry. Journaling gives you the space to let it all out. It gives you that practice, that breathing room, and it gives you that moment to express fully and loudly what you're feeling. And this can result in a greater sense of peace and relief. And again, understanding. So it's all good stuff. So the fourth way journaling is a really huge benefit is it helps you remember wins. So this is cool. I really love this fact. Our brains are primed to forget the progress we've made because of a mechanism called automaticity. We're wired to adapt to our environment quickly so the brain can continue to function with efficiency. It's a cool thing, right? It's very helpful. Changes like getting assigned a huge project at work or moving across the country or maybe even a something grief-related happens. The brain works hard to make those changes your new norm. It wants you to be in homeostasis in an even keel level. But you may forget a few months from now how amazing you felt finishing that important work project or how proud you were letting yourself take a vacation. Journaling helps you remember that. And when you document events or feelings in real time, you can look back and celebrate the wins you've made. And when you celebrate the wins you've made, you're shown to be more productive, more happy, to feel more fulfilled, to not feel like you're in such a gap where you have a long way to go. You actually recognize your gains instead. And it's really life-changing to have that mental shift. And then the fifth benefit is it gives you a reason to keep going. So this is important. And the thing is with journaling, it can serve a purpose and ebb and flow with that purpose as your seasons of life change. So you might depend on it more during heavier times and less on other times. And that's the cool thing is it doesn't have to look or feel the same way all the time. You can just adjust as you go. But by journaling every day, you make a statement that you matter, that your purpose is bigger than you. You're putting intangible thoughts, ideas, and emotions down on paper and giving them a tangible existence. That's literal creation. You're literally practicing creation through the act of journaling. 
Maybe one day someone else will read your words and have their life changed. At first, Anne Frank journaled to help her own sanity and her hope. And she was locked in a small apartment for two years. But then she continued journaling in the hopes it would help others. She didn't know then that her words would change lives forever, but she knew she was meant for something great. And you're meant for something great too. All right, so let's get to different ways to journal. I've met many people who wish they journaled, but aren't sure how to start. And if that's you or you want to get back into it, hopefully this helps. Journaling serves many purposes beyond writing down feelings or what happened in your day. And there are six purposes I thought of that journaling can serve. And to make it even more aligned, hopefully, I've divided them into masculine and feminine energy so you can choose what method you want to use based on where your energy is at. So before I get into the the details, just really quickly, there have been times in my life where composition notebook, pen in hand, writing down my journal is like exactly what I needed. There have been seasons where I'll just type it. I'll type all of my journal entries down because I just wasn't in the season of handwriting. And then I go back to handwriting. So it is definitely a flexible method. The idea though, is just to have the habit of giving yourself that time. Okay. So if you need more masculine energy or you are in a masculine energy type of season, here are three different methods for journaling. One is progress journaling. Journaling can be a useful way to track progress on your goals. Dr. Benjamin Hardy has a great method that helps you revisit the gains you've made. By revisiting your progress, you feel more confident and integrate your winnings and learnings better. So you create momentum. So basically, the method is in the cover of your journal, you tape a piece of paper that lists your wins from the last 90 days. And what do you want to do in the next 90 days and in the next year and three years? And then you read that paper in the cover of your journal every morning before you start writing. And you'll start to notice that your mind really zones in and focuses on where you want to go. And you'll start seeing true momentum being created. I'm going to link the video where he shows you step-by-step how to create it if you want to dive deeper into that. But I've been doing that for the last year. And I'm telling you, like things get done way quicker, way faster. I feel happier. I feel more fulfilled because I'm not only seeing where I want to go, but I'm also seeing where I've been. And it's actually a really cool experience. And the idea is... Every 90 days or whenever you finish your notebook that you're creating this cover, you can look back at past journals and see what in those categories in the next 90 days, year and three days, you can see what you've actually accomplished. And it's so satisfying. Okay. So the second masculine energy type method is high performance. So if you want to kick your progress to an even higher level, you can journal using Brenda Bouchard's high performance habits. It's a daily scoring system where you visit every area of your life and measure how you did. The journal has you answer questions to and own how you show up in life. This is an uber masculine approach. But again, I use this method for two years because I was in a very go-getter, goal-oriented type of energy. And I wanted to own and be super responsible for every part of my life. And this was a great way for that to happen. And it made me check in and be self-aware. So that's a good one. Okay. The third masculine energy method is legacy journaling. So some people journal with the intention of leaving behind a record of their life for posterity. For this, you can make it simpler and write three to five things that happened today and what you felt about it. I add the what you felt about it because I think it's important to to know like the why or the feeling and and the, the range of emotions that someone goes through. I think that's more special than just like 
oh, I went to the store or whatever, <laughs> whatever. Right. And those three to five things that happen can also be emotion related. It doesn't have to be literal physical things that happened, but more like, oh, I overcame a bad habit or I really, you know, had a great call with someone today, just something to illuminate the inner life of the person writing it. If you need more feminine energy or you're in a more feminine season of your life, three tips for journaling. So the first one is emotional release. This is a therapeutic method of journaling that helps you process, heal, and release. My favorite method for this is the daily pages practice from the artist way by Julia Cameron. I've literally been doing this since I was like eight years old. I didn't know it at the time. And then when I read the book, I was like, oh, this is what I've been doing. But every morning I write stream of consciousness, letting whatever anxieties or worries come out on the page without editing or thinking. By giving your anxieties and worries a tangible naming, putting it down on paper, you actually release the grip from it. And so the idea is that in the morning, before you do creative work or you do your most important work, you're just releasing all that gunk that's there. And then hopefully you have a lot more space for whatever you're doing the rest of the day. I love it. It's my favorite. So the second tip for feminine energy practice for journaling is to celebrate your wins every week. So this is a little less intense and more flowy than the progress one. So like basically a simple way to journal is to write down wins as they happen throughout your week. I discovered this method when I started using my Ponder Lily planner, which is my favorite planner ever because the creator Karina not only uses sustainable materials and inks, but she also created it to have meaning sewn into your planning. So like there's a place for daily intentions, for positive habit tracking, for a section where you write down what you'll do to recharge throughout the week. And then at the bottom, there's a little area that says reasons to celebrate this week. And I love that because I can go throughout my week and record, ooh, this was really worth remembering or to celebrate. And so this is a really great and quick way to remember the good that's happened, but it's also less pressure. It's more flowy. It's more positive feeling. And then at the end of the week, you can look back and be like, oh, these are great things that happened. Okay. So the third one for feminine energy is a fun one that I've gotten into the last couple of years, audio notes. So if you do better with audio, you can journal using the voice memo feature on your phone. And it doesn't have to be you talking either. It can be if you want to. But as I've moved between Los Angeles, Switzerland, and New York City over the years, I've recorded voice memos of the sounds around me. So for example, in Switzerland, when we were at a ski trip, there was like a lodge and this was before COVID and everyone was just having so much fun and they were playing fun Swiss music and just the vibe was so cool. I just voice recorded it and I go back every now and then and just listen to it. And it's like the accents of the people, the vibe, the energy, you can just like put yourself back into that moment. And same with New York city. I've had recordings on the subway and central park and restaurants. That's my favorite part is restaurants because the pace at which people speak in America versus Europe is so different. And the pitches and like even the vowel sounds because it's a different language. It's really, really cool experience. And again, it puts you back in that place. So it's really special. I encourage you to try it. Even if you're doing other methods of journaling, it's really, it's really fun. And you can also blend again, these different methods. So like every morning I do emotional release and free write three pages stream of consciousness, which is feminine energy. 
And then I have a dash of progress. So that's Dr. Hardy's method where I do keep track of what I want to do in the 90 days, what I've accomplished the previous 90 days. So this combination not only helps me release what I need to, but it also influences my life in a proactive way. So I'm not always just looking backwards. So try it, test a few out. You can combine if you want to. And before we end this, this is also the big question, right? Digital versus analog journaling. What, like, is there a benefit? Does it really matter? I definitely have a, a personal preference and so does science. But at the end of the day, what's really important is that you're just getting the habit of journaling. So I say, if you're like, I am not going to journal anymore. If I have to handwrite it, then do digital. Like it's okay. And if you don't mind either way, or you're open to the method of journaling, then I have something for you to think about. Studies have shown that the act of writing with pen in hand processes information better. In psychology today, they said studies show writing by hand may help your brain. Laura Deutsch says, writing by hand connects you with the words and allows your brain to focus on them, understand them, and learn from them, end quote. Some physicians claim it engages your motor skills and memory. Deutsch continues to say, writing by hand can be rhythmic, therapeutic, and calming, end quote. Plus, it causes you to slow down. Yes, I can definitely type much faster than I can handwrite, but my brain is going faster too. So that's something to consider. So what do you pick? If typing will get you started faster and keep you in the habit of journaling over handwriting, then type. If handwriting feels good to you, allow yourself that time and space to do it. Either way, journaling won't take as much time as you think. Enjoy the process. I hope that this inspires you to either start your journaling practice or continue it or pick it up again. And I'd love to know of the six ways that we shared of how to journal, what appeals to you most? Did anything inspire you? Please go to the show notes, which is a link to the blog post of this episode and let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Now it's time for an affirmation. I fuel my soul daily with activities that support my growth and expansion. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helps me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon.